Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it, again. (laughs) Woo! I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have quite a bit to discuss today, okay? We got so much going on. The New York Jets have benched Zach Wilson. Tim Boyle will be starting on Black Friday against the Dolphins. Uh, We're going to be discussing uh, what's going on. There's been some roster shakeups. We're going to carry three three quarterbacks. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but we're going to get into that. We're also going to be talking about uh, Makai Becton. We're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers as well. He came out and said some things today on the Pat McAfee show that we have to discuss, okay? Salute to all the savages in the chat. I see y'all in the building, Dakota, Venom, Jay. Listen, I'm fired up, okay? We're going to get to the callers in a second. Let me get the show started. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? <laughs> For those of you that do not know, I am on iTunes. Yes, your boy's on iTunes. All right? Go on over to iTunes. Type in The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? Subscribe. Okay, subscribe to that iTunes, all right? Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a five-star rating, okay? And then leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing. I want to thank everybody that does that. It helps the show get out there. You know what I'm saying? Your boy, your boy needs all he can get. Please help your boy continue to get out there. I want to thank everybody that does that. I get a lot of people that, you know, talk to me, go back and forth, that check out my show from various, uh, you know, spots, especially, again, through iTunes, through our uh, – through the podcast, so I appreciate y'all. Salutes to all of my overseas listeners that be hitting your boy up, uh, saying, "Hey, Joe, we over here across the pond, and we be listening to you, you know, on we listen to your podcast, you know, through uh, wherever we get our podcast from." So I appreciate you. Thank you so much again. iTunes, okay, the Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy is also on Twitter as well. Going over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Okay, personal page is at YoungJ00, but at The Long Beach Joe is the show's page. Go ahead, follow, all right, at The Long Beach Joe. Okay, I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth, man, have those discussions, talk to a lot of people, have a lot of fun, connecting with Jets fans. You know, some people just hit me up and want to talk to me about life. Hey, I'm all about that, too. I'm all about it. All right? (laughs) I'm all about it, okay? Okay. please hit your boy up again at the Long Beach Joe. For those of you that do not know, okay, some of you don't, your boy goes live on YouTube, okay? We go live on YouTube. That's how we do the show here. We go live. We also put up content as well. I have other videos, you know, separate from just the show that I do as well on YouTube where we talk about the team. But keep in mind, when you come over here, okay, to the YouTube channel, which is Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, right? When you do that, just know you're going to have to deal with some people, man, all right? It's my chat, man. I call them the savages. You don't want to know why? Because they're savage. 
gonna keep it real with you, man. We're Jets fans through and through. I got love for everybody, okay? But the savages, they don't care, bro. <laughs> they don't care, bro. Like they, you know, they don't care who you are, where you're from. Nobody is safe, man. All right. If they don't like what you're bringing to the table, if they don't like what you got to say, they disagree. They're gonna let you know about it, okay? Respectfully, you know, that's the only thing I ask is just be respectful. But they definitely gonna let you know what time it is, okay? So please come on over again, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, give the stream a thumbs up as well. Give the videos a thumbs up wherever you're watching me from, okay? Now, boy, oh, boy, do we have so much to get into. We got a lot to discuss here. And we're going to get to the callers again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers, okay? We'll be discussing everything quickly, all right? We know we got uh, smacked up by the bills, <laughs> 32 to 6. That was rough to watch. Ooh, that was a tough game. Okay. But there was some fallout from that. Okay. We saw a lot of things moving and shaking. Of course, Zach Wilson was benched in that game. And recently, uh, Sella had a sit down with the media and officially uh, benched Zach Wilson. He will not be starting against the Miami Dolphins this upcoming game that we have on Black Friday, first Black Friday game ever, um, and the Jets are hosting it, uh, or the Jets are going to be playing in it. And so here we are, right? Coach Sella sat down with the media and said that Zach will not start against the Dolphins and that Tim Boyle will be the New York Jets starter for the game. Now, keep in mind, they said, okay, well, you know, there's members of the media that said, hey, well, uh, if Zach's not going to be the starter, is he going to be the backup? And he, he goes, no. Um, actually, the immediate backup is going to be Trevor Simeon. Zach Wilson is the third-string quarterback here, right? So they're going to carry three quarterbacks in the game Friday. And when asked by the media, well, why are you doing that? Why are you carrying three quarterbacks? And he goes, well, we had an extra roster spot. All right. <laughs> okay, you know. Um, my thoughts on that is this. The only other thing that you could do at this point, right, if you're going to sit Zach and you don't want him to be the backup for whatever reason, is deactivate him. And I think the optics, if you deactivate Zach Wilson, would be, it, it would be really bad. You would never, you wouldn't be able to sell him to, you know, ticket buyers or, or the fan base at all, or even the media, Nothing. Because that would mean that you deactivated him for the third time that he's been here, right? Keep in mind, he was deactivated twice last year, right? He was deactivated after that Patriots game. Then he was turned around and deactivated again after the Jaguars game. So they couldn't do that again. And I think that that's why he's not deactivated for the upcoming game, okay? So we will be carrying three um, quarterbacks. And when asked by the media – you know, what went wrong with Zach? Why do you think that we haven't seen Zach kind of, you know, be able to step up? And so far, you know, not having the success on the field, he kind of is a failure, right? Well, Sella stepped up, stepped up and said, whoa, whoa, you know, I wouldn't consider him a failure. 
But, you know, things haven't worked out, you know, because of various issues. Um, and he said that Zach, the, the, the situation with Zach is that Zach didn't have the time to really sit back and watch and learn from the bench, right? He talked about things, you know, getting better reading certain things, certain coverages. Uh, he talked about the inability to play fast, right? And he even talked about making changes in various spots as well that they had already done, right? They made changes along the offensive line. They made changes along the wide receiver core. They made changes at the position group. And that, you know, making the change at the quarterback position was the next step for them to see if they could get a spark offensively. Man, I look at it this way, right? The changes that he's talking about he's made, I don't know if we really made those, right? Because if you look at the changes, Izzy Anabatacanda was supposed to get snaps. He was still out-snapped by Dalvin Cook, still. And we know that Dalvin hasn't been his best. You look at the wide receiver position, Alan Lazard, who is playing very bad, and I turned up the heat on him a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to keep the fires, I'm going to keep that fire, you know, burning. Um, he's still out-snapping, like Jason Brownlee and Malik Taylor and all these guys. He's still out there doing that, Right? And these are guys that are dropping footballs, not playing well. Even the tight end position, Jeremy Ruckert is still getting outsnapped by the other tight ends. So the changes, you know, to provide the spark, we'll see if the spark is there. Now, as far as Zach Wilson and his situation to sit back and watch, we all knew that. That's why we brought in Aaron Rodgers, right? That was the plan. That was the goal, to have Zach Wilson sit back and watch Aaron Rodgers continue to learn within the offense and progress. But we know that that was not able to happen. And, of course, they also talked about or he talked about how the plan going forward, you know, with quarterbacks and things is going to change. And a lot of people took that as him and Joe Douglas possibly having a disagreement with how to handle Zach Wilson or how they were handling Zach Wilson or how they handle quarterbacks going forward. I don't know. Um, but, man, this is a tough situation. All right. A very, very tough situation. He also talked about how Zach, you know, just continuing to learn, has to, has to learn how to play fast. And I get that. Playing fast, especially when you're playing in an offense that is predicated about getting the ball out of your hands quickly, that's what it's all about. But, man, it's tough to get the ball out of your hands quickly when you got guys barreling down on you. And I'm not a, you know, a guy that just is all about you know, supporting Zach Wilson through it all and it doesn't matter, I'm a homer. No, I'm a realist. And if we look at a lot of these issues that are surrounding Zach Wilson, it's very, very tough. Uh, you know, to be successful when you have an offensive line that's not blocking and you're running for your life. And then when you're trying to hit guys, they're dropping footballs, all right? But Zach has played his part, trust. He is part of the problem. But there are some issues around him, right? Now, continuing on, he said that Zach was fine. Of course, they talked to him about it. And uh, they're going to continue forward with this way and see what happens. Again, I don't know if we'll see Zach again this season unless, unless Trevor Simeon melts down and Tim Boyle meltdown, I don't, I don't know if we'll see Zach this season. Now, the situation with Zach, you know, is what it is. Do we continue to move on? But then we saw Aaron Rodgers today come out and Pat McAfee. He had some things that he had to say as well. Because as I spoke about, I was thinking to myself when Sulla was saying these things, I was saying, man, there's so many things that's been going on surrounding Zach Wilson. Can you really, you know, put the bulk or the weight of the offensive issues on him, right? Well, Aaron Rodgers came out today, and he had some things to say, Pat McAfee, and he said that he feels like Zach Wilson has been scapegoated for the New York Jets' offensive issues. Here's the audio here. Give it a listen, folks. 
Now, there you heard it, right from Aaron Rodgers. And let me tell you something, <laughs> that, that set off a situation. I wanted y'all to hear it directly from Aaron Rodgers. We're going to get to the lines, 515-602-9639, in just a second, okay? Aaron Rodgers himself said he believed that Zach was being scapegoated. And there's other guys around here, right? There's other guys on the offense that are not doing their jobs. And he's the guy being blamed for it, okay? Again, I'm not a Zach Wilson. I know there's a lot of names for people that just support Zach Wilson regardless and never talk about him negatively, uh, never talk about him negatively, but trust, I have crushed Zach Wilson before. And I'll do it again if he plays bad or if he plays not up to my standard, right? But there are other guys on this offense that I believe truly are getting a pass and are not getting the heat that they deserve at all. Alan Lazard being one of them. This is a guy that is getting paid a lot of money that is playing like poop, caca, doo-doo, okay? I'll tell you, he's playing horrible. Alan Lazard is running sloppy routes. He can't catch the football. When he's running his routes, he's not fighting to come back to actually get to the ball. He's just out there in la-la land, and it is mind-boggling. I am shocked at this point that he has not been benched. I'm shocked. And I know that Sella talked about the changes that needed to be made, but damn it, they need to be made now. And he's one of the guys that needs to be made an example of, along with, you know, I'm not saying the other guy, because this offensive line at this point is eaten up with injuries. But the line not being able to block, even Garrett Wilson has had some drops and some fumbles as well. So there's, Blame to be spread around. Now, of course, Zach Wilson spoke with the media and said he feels like he, he isn't being scapegoated. The offense is not getting it done with him at the helm, and he understands, hey, there's a change. Of course, Zach is going to, you know, toe the line. But you had Aaron Rodgers say what he said. Aaron Rodgers also talked about coming back December 2nd, um, talked about wanting to be able to rejoin the New York Jets and get back to practice, said he's way ahead of schedule. I am very nervous about that situation. Um, so we'll see what happens with that as well. He also talked about the season not being dead at four and six and that there's other teams that have made a run at four and six and done some very, very special things. So we're going to be discussing that as well. Makai Beckton did not practice today. He actually, um, it's actually come out that it was a, uh, he has a grade one ankle sprain, a low ankle sprain. He's only actually expected to miss one or two weeks. That is amazing, right? Because we all thought that it was going to be way more than one or two weeks, okay? The New York Jets also have to make a decision on Dwayne Brown by Thursday. He's entering, or he's about to leave that 21-day window if he's not activated, uh, you know, to the roster, uh, to the active roster, then he could end up being on IR for the rest of the season. We'll see what the New York Jets do there. We know that there's big issues along the offensive line, especially, again, with Makai Becton's you know, possible play in this upcoming game still being in question. He didn't practice today, but they're hoping that Makai Becton will play on Friday, okay? And we're also going to be talking about the Jets' upcoming game against the Dolphins. There's a lot to discuss, and I want it to go as quickly as possible because I want to get to these lines. 515-602-9639, that's the number call in. Listen, we're getting to the lines, okay? Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you will be in the know, all right? Please do that. 
Also share the stream across your social media with your friends and your family. You know, I always love hearing that people, uh, you know, check out the show from those situations. And also, you know, please give me some feedback. Listen, you want to give to the stream? Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom. Anything you want to give to the platform is greatly appreciated. And, again, when you call in, please make sure you have a good line with a good connection, no crazy background noise or I have to move on. And also, there's one rule on my show for my new callers. Do not call in here cursing because I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than New York Jets made Zach Wilson the third-string quarterback. Oh! Ooh, that was fast. (laughs) Hey, can y'all tell I have, like, way too much fun doing this? (laughs) Was it too soon? Let me know, Savages. Savages in the chat, I see you in the building. Put your questions, put your statements. We'll be coming to you folks in between calls. Keep in mind I'm one man, though, all right? But we will get to you if you have a question or something that you want to say as well. Again, Super Chats are greatly appreciated. (laughs) Somebody is already saying, Joe, it's too fast. (laughs) First caller we're going to is Val. Val, we're coming to you, 315-631-917. Other callers will get to you in a second. Trust, we want to hear from everybody. (laughs) Val salutes. For those of you that do not know Val, he's a savage. (laughs) Val, the New York Jets are four and six. Zach Wilson is now our third-string quarterback. Aaron Rodgers believes that uh, Zach Wilson has been scapegoated for the New York Jets' offensive <laughs> issues, and I am laughing my keister off. Give me your thoughts about all of this. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even get to hear the audio because I, I guess on the phone it doesn't, like, you know, register or something. So I, I, huh, I guess okay. I can hear it on YouTube. Yeah, so I didn't really hear what he said, but he said that he was a okay. scapegoat. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers basically said that uh, the New York Jets needed needed a spark offensively, and that you know Aaron Ro- or that Zach Wilson basically was made a scapegoat, and that there's ten other guys along the offense you know that aren't doing their jobs either. Uh, and he talked to, he talked about other things too. He talked about how uh, you know about how. Um, you know, if, if you have a bunch of guys not doing their job or if you have one guy doing his job and a bunch of other guys not doing their job, you're going to have issues. He said that Zach Wilson's future is bright. Um, he did say that he also kicked himself and that he's hurting because he hasn't, you know, been able to, you know, play because he's been injured. So he, he feels bad about that. But he did say, hey, you know, we're putting our – we're going to hug on Zach. We're going to support Tim, but we're also going to, oh, you know, God. love on Zach as well because he needs that. So give me your thoughts. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This, it just goes to show you how protective Zach Wilson is, man. But it's just oh, like, right. all right. <laughs> I told y'all, man. This is, you really I, I think that he's being protective? Yes. You really think Joe, he's being protected? when do you ever see a quarterback that is disprotected and gets baby, gets benched, and then comes back, then we can't get rid of him, and then, you know, it is anybody else, any other quarterback, we would have, you know, he would have been going. You know, I, I just don't understand it. But he doesn't score touchdowns. And the, the, the meaning mm-hmm. of this game is to score touchdowns. Yes. But the thing is, I want to see some leadership from Zach Wilson as well, too. And I did hear what you were saying when you said that, you know, he doesn't have that respect yet. But you got to gain that respect by showing 
and proving that you are that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you was the number two pick overall. This is not your first season. You're not a rookie. This is not your second year. This is your third year, man. Like, you got to mm-hmm. really show up. I mean, listen, you, this NFL sometimes means not for long. And I will say he is not fully the reason. He's not fully the reason. I will say the offensive line is definitely a problem. 100% that yeah. goes on Joe Douglas because we, 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 he needed to address this. Um, he needed to address this back in the summertime and in the offseason as well, too, because it was a problem. Even Aaron Rodgers was complaining about that on hard knocks. I don't know if you've seen it or watched it, mm-hmm. but he was getting sacked left and right, you know, so it was basically something that we needed to address. You had Corey Davis that retired. That's $10 million right there. You could have used that $10 million mm-hmm. to actually get somebody else to come in here to actually help and to make some Wait, trade. wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Val. Hold on, Val. And I don't mean to cut you off. Okay. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. We're talking about bringing guys in. He did. Joe Douglas, listen, Joe Douglas, there's a lot of things you can blame him for, okay? There are things you okay. can blame him for. But he did attempt to address the offensive line. I just want to put this out here. He did attempt to address the offensive line. He went after Orlando Brown Jr. And I think Orlando Brown Jr. talked about this publicly, that the Jets made yeah, him an offer, a very yeah. lucrative offer, and he chose elsewhere, right? Now, what I will put on Joe Douglas is you cannot depend on Dwayne Brown and basically give him the starting left tackle job coming into the season. But I talked about that, okay? The same way I talked about so Mekhi Beckton needing that fifth-year option, Okay. But, again, when you look at the situation here along the offensive line, there's a lot of guys that are third stringers that are playing here. There was big injuries. Connor McGovern, Tipman went down for, you know, a a second, but he was able to come back. Mm -hmm. I remember people, when I was talking about how, hey, we need to get some more offensive line in here, I was told, well, ATV can switch from right tackle to guard, so his versatility is going to negate that. So we don't have to worry about that. Yes, I remember how you remember I was told that when I was saying, hey, hey, you, I have concerns. I was told to show that I was told to shut up. Well, ATV tears his Achilles. That versatility is no longer here. All right. But as far as the offense, oh, he went out and got did some work. That's what we brought Alan Lazard in to do. We brought Alan mm-hmm. Lazard in to be the Corey Davis replacement. Remember that? We were all excited. The guy stinks. He is terrible. <laughs> and that's listen, and, and I want to play devil's advocate. Again, I want to say this again. Okay, I don't. I'm not a Zach supporter through and through, but I'm saying this: (laughs) with all of the issues that we are seeing along this offense, right? Alan Lazard playing like garbage. We've talked about this in nauseam. Nobody outside of Garrett Wilson seems to be able to get open on a consistent basis at all. It is literally only Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. That's it. That's the entire Jets offense. Nobody else. So when you have an offensive line that's crumbling. When you have guys that you brought in to be playmakers not doing it, and it's not just Lazard, C.J. Uzama, there's other guys too. And also mm-hmm. something that people are not talking about enough, and I'll, I'll give you the next word, Val, because I want to hear from you. Almost Nathaniel Hackett is horrible. He is awful. He is an awful play caller, and nobody's talking this about that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So with all of this swirling around Zach Wilson, I mean, can you see where Aaron Rodgers is saying, listen, he's being scapegoated? Give me your thoughts. All righty. Let's go. All right, so let's let's start from Dwayne Brown. <laughs> let's go down the list. Dwayne Brown, he was a problem. Where oh, This is supposed to be the CEO head coach, right? Correct? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. All right, he got brought here to be the CEO head coach. Then on top of that, if you see that there's a problem there and this guy had no preseason – and 
this guy, you know, he wasn't really that good last year. Where is the in-game adjustments? And a lot of people have been asking me, what is the accountability of the adjustments mm. if you're not performing well? Where is the, um, how can I say, where is the punishment? Like, where is the, you know, we got to switch you out and stuff because you're not doing your job to the, to the best of your ability. That's supposed to be CEO. Here we go. There we go. Talk, yeah. Talk, so, so that that's my problem with coaching right there. The in-game adjustments, the ego-driven. You could have possibly, you could have had um, Makai Beckton at left tackle, and this would have all mm-hmm. been avoided, all been avoided. And then on mm-hmm. top of that, you know that the schedule was going to be that tough. And then, hold on, what else did you say? And you, you, you did know the schedule was going to be tough. And we didn't make that adjustment, so we let that linger on. And then, of course, people got hurt, and, you know, mm-hmm. um, we end up losing games. And then on top of mm-hmm. that, um, what else did you mention? Joe Douglas. Yeah, Joe Douglas. Yes, he did. Um, yes, he did. Um, how can I say it? He did make the – he did try to reach out to some free agents and stuff. But I still feel like there were some free agents that he could have at least got that could have helped us a lot more, knowing that, you know, the whole situation of Dwayne Brown and the situation. But I still believe we had cap space. We had cap room. And on top of that, we didn't utilize the backup position as well, too, the quarterback position, because now they're coming mm-hmm. out to say, oh, yeah, you know, we wanted to shirt Zach Wilson this year after how many games? Come on, man. Like, we've we seen that he wasn't ready. He's obviously not mm-hmm. ready. And then – I mean, it's just like they they had so many opportunities to get Jay Dobbs. They had so many opportunities to um to get you know multiple other backups, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you know Carson Wentz even reached out to the to the Jets organization and they didn't did even twice. pick up the phone. Yep, they didn't even pick up the phone or even you know discuss the contract situation when our game our team was on the line. Then you also bring mm-hmm. up Nathaniel Hackett. What 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 was said? We have, even before the season had came, we had the worst coaching ratings in the NFL before the season even started when we got Nathaniel Hackett. And that goes on Joe Douglas, that goes on Joe Douglas as well, too. You've got to mm-hmm. do your due diligence. You've got to see if this is going to be the right guy to develop. I mean, it's not even to develop, but, you know, for Aaron Rodgers, but to develop your young talent as well, too. Is this the perfect mm-hmm. person? even though he's coming off of a career terrible, you know, head coach. And now mm-hmm. it's even being discussed who's worse, Adam Gase or Nathaniel Hackett. And people are saying, you know, we actually scored with um, Adam Gase. So that's Ooh. how bad it's getting. That's how bad it's Val. getting. Val, <laughs> Yo, hold on. That is nasty. Adam Gase is <laughs> That's that name, that name makes me scared. Now, listen, Val, you're bringing the heat, but we gotta, we gotta get rolling because I got, I got calls. My final question yes, before I let you go, before I get your final score prediction, what are your expectations for the New York Jets offense with Tim Boyle at the helm? I'm just hoping for <laughs> you know. The... <laughs> I mean, that was a lot of air. To be man. fast that with was a lot it, of man. air. That I know, clearly. man. It's just okay. <laughs> as soon as you said that name, I just seen all the picks from the preseason. I just seen turnovers. I seen, you know, he did score a couple of times, but it's just yeah. like I don't even know how he even made the roster. Is it because he mm-hmm. knows the the system? Are you serious? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. man, I mean, I, I don't even know what to look forward to that. But, you know, best of luck to him. And he did look like he was getting the ball out of his hands fast. But as you see, yeah. he threw a pick as well, too, when the backups came in. It wasn't even the starters. This is my problem. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, Joe. I really don't know what this organization is doing. Give me, give me your final score prediction: Jets, Dolphins, last Friday. Oh man! Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Okay, I think Gers, um, Greg Zerline is going to be the MVP of this this um, game as well, too. So I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. this is going to be a, I would say a six. No, uh, yeah, it's going to be low for us because we can't score touchdowns. So I would say mm-hmm. I'll we probably get a touchdown, probably ten to twenty-one because our defense is going to show up. Ten to twenty-one Jets. Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, ten to twenty-one Dolphins. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, Val, I got to slide off. The lines are hot. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Absolutely, Joe, man. Everybody hit the like, subscribe to Joe, and whatever he says at the end is for allegations, allegations. That is a lie. <laughs> the allegations are true, okay? Everything I say about Val is factual. Salutes. So, I want to thank him for calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all, call, all callers. Excuse me. Next. We're going to David, okay? David, we're coming directly to you. I see all the rest of you. We're getting to everybody. Trust. I want to hear from everybody tonight. For those of you that do not know David, he's a savage. Savage! David, brother, how are you doing? Um, I'm having a blast here listening to everyone's takes. Aaron Rodgers says that Zach Wilson was scapegoated. Uh, and pretty much, you know, placed a lot of the blame on uh, – or the blame has been placed upon him for a lot of the Jets' offensive issues, but it's not all him. What say you? Well, good evening, Joe. Nice to talk to you again. Nice to speak with you as well, man. Yes. Um, well, yeah, I was listening to your I, – I finally caught your show when it first came on, so I was able to hear – uh, the background, I did catch a little bit on Michael K. of uh, the topic you were talking about with the uh, ESPN interview mm-hmm. with Aaron. And I, that's the key I want to talk about is sometimes, you know, when you go for a quarterback like Aaron and it doesn't work out like that, mm-hmm. and, and don't prepare in the background with, with the proper backup, you, you get exploited. Mm-hmm. You can't really – you can't really think clearly about what your whole season is about because the whole identity is with Aaron, and it becomes all about him. He brought his posse with him. So the fellas you were referring to, the Lazard, and I believe the tight end, and I think there was – wasn't there even a, a blocker? I, I'm not great with the whole roster, but didn't he bring was, at least so four the, people with him? Yeah, so it was Hack, – well, well, Hackett was here before him. But well, Hackett, yeah. It was – we brought – yeah, we brought in Rodgers. We brought in Cobb. We brought in Malik Cobb, Taylor has history. Yeah, Malik – and Cobb's been inactive for the last couple of weeks. Malik Taylor has a history with the Packers in their offense as well at some point in his career. Um, right. We also brought in Billy Turner as well. So there was, ah, there was guys that, that I brought in. I don't want to split my mind. Yeah. He um, sucks. Yeah, and that's he sucks. the key, Joe. The key is when you bring in a fellow like Aaron and then it blows up on you quickly within the first four plays, 
Now you've got to deal with that personality. You've got to deal with that aura. He's going to have a strong influence on the coaching, on even the GM, and even the owner because his personality is so strong. It overshadows, in my opinion, the coaching staff and undermines um, the, the, uh, the team. So you're going, to have a, you're going to have splits in the locker room. You're going to have the Aaron loyalist. And if he decrees that Zach is the good boy that he likes, and, and then it undermines the, coacher, the, co- the coaching and the GM even. Because if they discipline Zach the way they should have, they should have they should have never went with him. They knew what he was. They needed immediately to get a backup quarterback. They didn't do it, so it undermined the whole year. We're never going to really know. Now the, the injury was bad, but if we would have got at least a reasonable backup quarterback, Joe, we we could have we could have went further. But we'll never know what this season was. We're never going to know because you're always going to second guess everything once that. Mm-hmm. instability of that level occurs. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the, and I understand people are talking about the backup quarterback situation, but that, and this is, I remember asking questions surrounding this. That's why Tim Boyle was brought in. When I ask questions about Tim Boyle, and I remember this, and we do live shows, y'all can go back and watch. When I asked about, well, Tim Boyle's been brought in, do you folks think that this, that is a sufficient backup? I was told yes because he knows the Packers' offense and he knows everything he needs to know, which is right. completely he was fine. Under, uh, he was under the Packers. Exactly. He was under Hackett. And he, but then yeah. again, we watched this, we watched this recent offseason, and Zach thoroughly outperformed him. Thoroughly. Zach looked better than – Right, because it's a uh, safe Zach place. looked better than, uh, it, than, um, than Tim Boyle by far this past offseason. Right. I think the greatest issue and, – and I'm going I'm to throw it back to you. I think the greatest issue or the greatest mistake that the New York Jets made – was believing that Dwayne Brown could be their starting left tackle. Well, and yeah, I talked I mean, about that ad nauseum. Not only believing that he'd be their starting left tackle, but believing that the, the offensive line could go into the season without really playing in the offseason and gelling, and they'd be fine starting day. Before right. the and, and those injuries, Rogers, before he got hit, he was running for his life. Right, that he was running. That's what got him. Big, that's what was the cue. Exactly. Go ahead, David. I'll, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. You're Keep on target, though. I mean, that's the point, though. Everything someone says, and I think your points, you know, are, are right on target. But there's so much to say because when you lose the head like that, when, when that traumatic injury occurs, now everything is naked. It's like you can see all the flaws. And then couple that with all of those tackles going down, the center going yeah. down. It's like a snowball. Yeah. So what happens is yeah. you start in the undermine. Everybody's pressing. The defense has got to try to play like they're the offense. They're trying to get knock the ball out mm-hmm. all the time. They're trying to, mm-hmm. to do things pressing to, more than what they need to do because yeah. they got to create offense. When that when mm-hmm. that comes in, now you're creating an un, an instability within the whole locker room. Everybody's trying to do more than what they naturally should be doing. That's yeah. what happened to the Jets. That's how they lost some of those critical games. The, the mm-hmm. receivers aren't catching because they're trying too hard to catch it. It's like, i got to catch this. Well, if, I, if this doesn't work out, boom, we're going to go three and out. And everybody's, in my opinion, what I've seen this year, everybody mm-hmm. is stressing, overplaying. Mm-hmm. Then you, what happens is you, you're going you're gonna to make mistakes because they don't believe in their quarterback. Mm-hmm. They want to be a good teammate, well, Joe, but they never believed. Last year they were wearing the Mike White shirts. It's the same guy. Yeah. No, listen, I, I hear you. I hear you, David. But here's my thing is that when you're getting paid 
Just go do your job. I understand people are saying that they're pressing and things like that. I don't necessarily think that's true because Alan Lazard hasn't been able to catch this whole season. When you're a receiver, nothing changes. Yeah, your quarterback changes, but nothing else changes about what you're doing. You still have to go out there and catch the football. Those are basic things you have to do. Oh, yeah. You have to go no, out no, there no, and run your route that's... solidly. You have to go out there and like not commit idiotic penalties. I feel like if, right, if you right. talk about people pressing and stressing, you look at C.J. Uzama, he's out here grabbing guys, taking touchdowns off the board. <laughs> These are veteran guys. Right. These are not like I, I would. I would. I would be more along the lines of that thinking if this was like full of young players and all. No, these are veteran players that are making right. these big mistakes. Alan Lazard been right. in the league, so I think a lot yeah. of these guys are just not stepping but, but up Joe, and not doing Joe, what they need to do. Go, we're go we're ahead, talking David. about Lazard, right? And you're and you're yeah, right Alan in your Lazard. observations. Did we also see Lazard? Chasing down a Buffalo Bills player, Joe, and then hugging him after he scored? What's up with that? Brother. Bro, D- David. <laughs> David, do you know how much heat I got? I, that was so stupid. He's just out there joking around and laughing. David, you saw it the same way I did. I thought yeah. that that was ridiculous. I am shocked that he has not been benched. I'm shocked. Well, here's the thing. Jason Brownlee, Malik Taylor, there's so many guys that we could put out there. If you're going to go out and get penalties, drop footballs, run lazy routes, joke during the game, if you're going to do that, then sit on the bench, man. Give me, give me your thoughts about that, David. Well, and also give well me I'm there. That's why I had to answer to my ben own Boyle question. With Boyle at the helm of the offense. When I saw that, I already knew the answer. I said, I know why he's doing that. It's because they believe in their core. These are all professionals. They, they believe mm-hmm. – in their court, they are not good enough to get to the promised land of what they could have been if Aaron had a decent season and, um, you know, they, they didn't have the injuries. So the team basically, I believe, has the psyche of we're not going to achieve our goals. And I believe it's in the heart of Salah and it's in Joe Douglas. I think it's embedded in the culture, Joe, of this team this year that they are so discouraged. They won't admit it. But if you put an eye detector test on them and you ask the right questions, you would get most of that team saying, you know what, the truth is, man, what happened to Aaron just blew us all away. We were so hyped that we had a quality leader and, and we could do this. And when he went down, we realized, oh, wow, all we got is Zach. And then they tried, and you have momentum. But, Joe, here's the thing. Football's momentum. There's not a much of a difference between a winning team like Kansas City and the Eagles or the Jets. The Jets beat the Eagles, Joe. So I mean, football I'm, I'm not, is momentum. And when you start getting I, I, comfortable with losing, you, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're, you're going to lose, 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 lose. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's Look, not that I, I they're think, so much better. It's just you got comfortable with losing. That's what happened, yeah, in my opinion. I, I mean, I, I hear you. I, that hug I don't, proved I'm, it to me, my, Joe. That hug proved it. Yeah, I've never I, seen I, that. I've never seen because that, Joe. Because I believe that there's a lack of discipline here. And we've right. seen that. Not only with Because not only losing's with that, okay and, and lack, as long as you try. No, yeah, as long as you got a good week of practice. Yeah, the penalties okay. and all that stuff. But I'll tell you what. Before I let you go, David, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think wins? There loses? it is. How do you Joe, this ain't hype. Thank you for the, for the question. Here's the answer. Joe, this ain't hype. I think this quarterback looks good. He's, he's tall. He's stout. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, mm-hmm. he, he understands the offense. He can throw. And I believe mm-hmm. it's at home. I believe they can beat this team. I believe they're going to win. They're going to win this game 20-16 mm-hmm. because they can cover the receivers. 
and and sauce okay. is ticked off, and the defense is embarrassed that they they that, that they didn't they let the Bills score too much. I think they rebound and beat this mm-hmm. team, and I think Boyle well, has the potential to be a, to mm-hmm. be that average quarterback. We're gonna find out. I, okay. I, I, I like. What I Listen, you have a good David, show, thank Joe. you for the call. I got to slide off. Listen, I, I understand what people are saying, and I get that maybe that is in the psyche of some of these players where they want to fold, but if you want to fold, then get the hell out of here because you're going to, be, you're going to face adversity. Every team faces adversity, even the Chiefs, even the Eagles. They face adversity throughout the season where things don't go right. They, they have injuries where guys go down. Where's the mentality that you're going to keep fighting and pushing? Because if you can make a run, if you can get into the playoffs, trust me, anything can happen. We've seen it. We've seen it. I remember there were years where Mark Sanchez was not very good at all, and he was hindering us and killing us. And we, we would do just enough. we get into the playoffs, and we made a run to the AFC Championship back-to-back with him. He was not good. He was not good. If you are going to call it in and mail it in because there's some adversity in the season and just decide you're not going to do your job, where's the discipline? We're talking about Alan Lazard. He ain't playing well. He's hugging guys out on the field. We're getting back to the lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our call. this next. We're going to Kevin. Kevin, we're coming directly to you. Rusty, Venom, Perry, I see you. New callers. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Trust. For those of you that do hey, not brother. know Kevin, he's a savage. <laughs> Kevin, man, I'm sitting here going back and forth with people. Aaron Rodgers has said that he believes that Zach Wilson was made a scapegoat for the Jets' offensive issues. Of course, Zach Wilson came out and said he doesn't believe that he is a scapegoat, and the offense just wasn't getting it done with him at the helm. What say you? Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for bringing me on the show. I've been a Jets fan since 1982. Uh, first thing I want to say is I, I agree that Zach Wilson has been made a scapegoat. However, mm. because of his play over the past three seasons, he has brought that on himself. If he had played better, we wouldn't be in this situation. If he had played better last season, we would have never had Aaron Rodgers. So mm. ultimately, when you're the quarterback, you get all the glory and you get all the blame. That's part of the position. And so Zach Wilson mm-hmm. is getting the blame. But, again, go back to last season when he said he didn't let the defense down. He lost the team right mm-hmm. there. And so all mm-hmm. that stuff, it, you know, it just kind of came back and bit him this season. Okay. And I was rooting for him. I wanted him and so on and so forth. But it's time to move on. No, listen, and, and, and I hear you. I've, I've spoken with Jets fans that – have that uh, mindset as well. And so my next question begins, if Zach Wilson is uh, getting the blame and you believe that he is a scapegoat, then where's the blame for Alan Lazard? Why is he allowed to continue to go out in the football field and start? Uh, that goes to the general manager, Joe Douglas. And not no, only just I, for I, Alan well, listen, and I hear you. I, yeah, Joe Douglas signed him, right, and, and gave him a lot of money. But I'm saying if we're, if we're benching Zach Wilson, I'm just asking questions here. If we're benching Correct. Zach Wilson and we're holding him accountable or we're making him a scapegoat, right, we're, just, we're blaming all our yes. offensive issues on him, 
then where is the benching of Alan Lazard? Because it is clear as day, <laughs> clear as day, that he is out there doing whatever. Garth. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You're right. You're I'm right. Just asking. That, okay. That falls on Robert Sala. That's mm. on Robert Sala. And the same thing with C.J. Uzama with those penalties he got against the Raiders. He should have got benched right then and there after that second penalty, not after the game. Mm-hmm. Not until the yeah. – um, I'm sorry, not next week. That's on Robert mm-hmm. Sala. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I'm – there's a lot of blame to go around, but here we are sitting with Zach Wilson as our number three quarterback at the spot. Trevor Simeon is the backup. Now, we're talking about a lot of things moving and shaking around here. What are your expectations of the Jets' offense with Tim Boyle at the helm? I mean, do you think well, we'll see the offense take a step forward? Do you think we'll see more points? What are you expecting from well, them? The, well, really, the only way is up after what's been going on recently. Uh, the, the previous caller that you had, he was on fire. And it reminded me of something. Like I said, I've been a Jets fan since the early 80s. This kind of has a little bit of a 1999 vibe. And, and hopefully, you know, if you, for those of you that remember that year, Vinny went down the first game with the Achilles injury. Rick Meyer came mm-hmm. in a few games and stunk it up. And then Ray Lucas came in and was on fire and eventually got the Jets to 8-8. Eight and eight. If Parcells had put um, Ray Lucas in a couple of weeks earlier, the Jets probably finished – nine and seven, 10 and six, get in the playoffs. And who knows what would have happened that year. Uh, my mm-hmm. hope is that Tim Boyle becomes Ray Lucas 2023. And there is hopefully still time in the season that maybe, maybe we can sneak in as a seventh seed miraculously into the playoffs. It doesn't look mm-hmm. good, but especially with this offensive line. And, and I just want to say one more thing about the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead. That's where I was going. Season. Because if he comes back, he's going to tear both his Achilles, both his, both his tibias and fibulas, and both his ACLs with that offensive line. So Aaron Rodgers needs to sit down and, and just stay, stay home for the rest of the year. <laughs> Listen, Kevin, this has been a phenomenal call. I know, this, and both uh, his- uh, Aaron, I know Aaron Rodgers has talked about coming back on the 2nd of December. He wants to return to practice. No. I'm I'm concerned about him hurting himself. I don't think he tears both of his Achilles, but I'm concerned about him re-injuring simply because I don't, I just don't think that an injury that takes, I think it's nine to twelve months to heal up. You could do that in like I think it's ten weeks. I think they said it, it's been so far. I, I don't think that's real, especially as old as he is. So I, you know, yeah, correct. Know with that, that with that know. offense. Uh, with that offensive line, if he gets hurt again, it'll be nine to twelve years instead of nine to twelve months. Yeah. <laughs> both Back, Kevin, before, before I let you go, <laughs> give me give me your final score prediction: Jets, Dolphins. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I'm gonna go with the previous caller. I think uh, Tim Boyle lights a fire in that offense. I think now that the Zach Wilson situation is gone, um, mm-hmm. I think the Jets twenty to sixteen in a big upset. All right, 20 <laughs> Thank you again for calling in, Kevin. We're going to keep it moving. 515-602-9639. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, all right? You know, also share the channel across your social media with your friends and your family. And please give to the platform if you can. Super Chat is at the top of the, <laughs> top of the 
chat there, and the Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. We're going to keep it moving. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. We're going to Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Venom, Perry, Chris, new callers. We'll get to you in a second. For those of you that do not know Rusty, he's a savvy. What's up, Joe? Salute to you and salute fellow savages. Salute, man. Listen, Zach Wilson is now our number three quarterback. Trevor Simeon is the immediate backup. Tim Boyle, it will be the starter for the upcoming game uh, the New York Jets have. What are your expectations of this offense? Uh, I don't know. Just like, I don't know, just grab the buckets and start grabbing it, trying to pull much water out of the ship as possible. You know, everybody grab a bucket, start, you know, <laughs> start getting that water out. I, I, I don't yeah. understand it with, with Boyle. I mean, I, the, the other mm-hmm. callers, you know, it's awesome. They're optimistic and everything, but like, you know, mm-hmm. Boyle is uh, one for 13 in his collegiate, collegiate career, and that one is one touchdown, and that 13 is 13 interceptions. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Pretty much Forrest Gump in it. But I, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know how we don't put in Simeon. And mm-hmm. it has disaster written all over it for having Zach mm-hmm. as the third listed in being in uniform because we all know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. It's either Boyle's just going to be beyond bed within the first five minutes of the first quarter, get benched, or looks good somehow, and then gets hurt. And then Simeon's in there. And then Simeon looks mm-hmm. good, gets hurt. And then, hey, look at that. It's Zach. Because Zach, Zach mm-hmm. can't get personal foul calls up against him, gets the most ridiculous roughing the passers, and basically never gets hurt. But, mm-hmm. you know, let's uh, – yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't I, you know, worry about our offensive line and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's rough, man. It's rough when you look at this situation. Uh, I think Tim Boyle. I'm looking to see what he's going to be able to do. When he came in in the fourth, he was getting the ball out of his hands quickly. His process is quick, but we weren't seeing much of any change uh, through the offense as far as like production. But, again, you know, he came in uh, two minutes left in the third quarter and worked his way through. There was a lot of backups in and stuff. But so we'll see this upcoming game. I will tell you this. He's a guy that's and I hope so, but... through and through. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we see <laughs> an really, offensive, you know. yeah, offensive tick-up. Now, my next question for you, Rusty, Aaron Rodgers came out and says that he feels like uh, Zach Wilson was the scapegoat for the New York Jets offensive issues. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, thousand percent thousand percent and i think also in a way so is rogers because mm. i don't know he should be humble in a way and be like look hack it <laughs> you can't hack it here like honestly and and like mm. sign ken dorsey or something because even even how bad like quote unquote ken dorsey actually was he's been third in the nfl the past three years even when the idiot went to the giants whoever their head coaches mm. i refuse to remember their names but um Dayball. yeah mm-hmm. Dable, that's it. And um, Brian Dable. I, I, that, yeah, I hope we get like Ken Dorsey or something. He'll be a, he'll be pissed at Buffalo, mm-hmm. and b, he's not bet. Like, look what he did with Josh Allen. I really don't think Josh Allen's mm-hmm. that good. I don't know. He's, mm-hmm. He just got a lot of makeup on him. You know, they got Diggs. That's a lipstick on a pig, and it's working a little bit. But you know, yeah. So Diggs leaves. Here's, here's the thing, and 
here's the thing, and I think that this is a very important uh, point as well. You know, people, I like to laugh and <laughs> have a lot of fun and, and talk with everybody about football, and especially the New York Jets because I love this team. But I think a lot of people are also missing. You just brought up something. First, I don't think the hack is going to get fired. I don't think that's going to happen because of Aaron Rodgers. Thanks. But I, I know. will say this. I do, think, <laughs> I do think that there <laughs> has been an issue, particularly with coaching. When you look at Hackett, he's been moved up to the booth. When something goes on out there with Zach Wilson, right, when guys aren't running their routes correctly or even if he misses a throw, there is nobody coming over there to help, like, coach him up. He just sits down by himself. And that, how, how does that work when that you're guy. trying to get a young quarterback to turn things around? He literally goes over to the bench, good play, bad play, and sits on the bench by himself and just sits there. There's no even downing. The guy that's supposed to be here, I think he's up in the booth with Hackett too. There's no one to, like, it's help him. Terrible. There's no one to like, help him at <laughs> I all. Wish we could, I wish we could, in a way, to be like, yo, Rogers, you know some of that, that – you know, 40 mil you left on the table. Can we throw 10 million yeah. back at you and you be our offensive coordinator until you get back? You know, and then you're I mean, a quarterback and yeah, offensive it's, coordinator. It, it, <laughs> it's crazy to me that, that, that that's not happening when we're talking about that this is supposed to be a year to help Zach turn it around. And again, I'm not, I, I'm not a guy that's a Zach pacifist. I understand that he's yeah. not, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes to Jalen Hurts. Not at all. I'm not no. saying that. I don't. Nobody believes to this point that he is our franchise quarterback, not even the organization. If they did, they wouldn't have brought in Aaron Rodgers. During the offseason, our owner, the owner of the New York Jets, came out and said the missing piece is quarterback. That's why we got Aaron Rodgers. (sighs) Zach Wilson was on the roster when he said that. So if we're supposed to be doing all this coaching and coaching him up, well, where is the coaching in, in like, real time? Where is that? So that's a big question as well, and especially when you look at the play calling. The play calling is not great either. And so when you have Horrendous. all these issues surrounding, going on around him, it's like, brother, I don't think you're going to see much at all or much, of a, much growth, as much growth as we're all hoping to see. Now, as we continue to talk about this football team and what's going on here, right, this offensive line, a lot of things going on, Rusty moving and shaking. Makai Becton, we thought it was a high ankle sprain. Comes out that it's not a high ankle sprain, it's a low ankle sprain, one to two weeks. He's going to be – he didn't practice today. But they're going to see he's going to be playing in this upcoming game. What are your thoughts on him? Do you actually think he plays? And also, what are your thoughts on what's going on with uh, Dwayne Brown? Would you activate him uh, Thursday to the active roster before the 21-day window ends? Would you activate him to the active roster if you were the New York Jets head coach? If he can play, I'm activating Dwayne Brown. I'm sitting in Beckton for two games, and once Beckton's healthy, I'm shutting – Wayne out if he lasts that long and putting Beckton right back mm. in. I, I, I can't stand Brown anyway. I, okay. like we're going to build around this guy, and how old is he? 58 years young? Like, what? Yeah. what? And you're an offensive lineman? Not even a field goal kicker, and you're this old? Like, it's, like come on, man. man. And you're getting all these crazy yeah. injuries, and mm-hmm. no. No. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm good on that. We got to – Okay. There's a – there's got to be a gavel and, um, yeah, I don't know, like a sword and axe is just start chopping people's heads and just being like, look, you got to go. This got to happen. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. and with our injury staff, aren't we supposed to have the best medical thing ever? It's crazy. Bruh. It's, yeah. It's just complete backwards. It's like, no, this is how we're going to do it. We have Dr. Kevorkian yeah. as our head medical staff. It's like, yeah, yeah, good to see this guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been – there's been a lot of talk uh, surrounding 
possible changes, at least in the fan base, around possible changes to our our uh, strength and conditioning staff because we're these injuries, particularly along the offensive line, have been something that's been ongoing. But but I got a slide off, Rusty. Before I let you go, oh, yeah, I hear give you. me your final score prediction: Jets, Dolphins, Black Friday. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? It's going to be like Black Eyes Friday because our defense is going to be able to hold on for so long, man. Like I hate to fish, but I'm realistic with it. I I I think we get yeah. and you know we're going to get our field goals. You know, we might get 15 points, which is five field goals, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I see us getting like nine at most, and stupid fish getting something like 17 or 23 or something. Yeah. Oh, nine or 23. All right. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's, it's a womp womp. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. Listen, yeah. brother, I, don't know. I, I hope slide I'm off. Wrong. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Absolutely, Joe. Salute to you and salute to the fellow savages. I hope I can say let's go, Jets. I'm thinking to say it, but it's what it is. Salute, Rusty. Listen, it's rough, but it's always let's go, Jets. We'll give it to you. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Next, we are going to Venom. Venom, we're coming directly to you. Perry, Chris, Mike, Jersey, new callers. I'll come to you all in a second. For those of you that do not know Venom, he's a savage. So- Venom. Joe. Aaron Rodgers says that Zach Wilson has been scapegoated for the New York Jets' offensive issues, and there's 10 other guys out there that uh, aren't doing their jobs either. What are your thoughts? Because yeah. Zach Wilson is now the New York Jets' third-string quarterback. Ah, uh, man, that's where he needed to be because we hear all these talks, Joe. <laughs> Everything, every time something goes wrong, Joe, we hear the lying Jets. Coaching staff, general manager, they always lied to us about something. First, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Zach wasn't supposed to play. So now Aaron Rodgers was supposed to teach Zach how to be a professional quarterback. He did hurt the first four plays. What do you do from Mm -hmm. there? How do you pivot and say, ah, damn, Zach, we don't want to play him. But you don't get another quarterback, so you keep him in there. The defense balls out. Y'all win the game. Mm-hmm. So y'all like, let's ride this out. Instead of getting a competent quarterback, you keep saying, ah, let's see what Zach can do until this thing, the the car hits the, the brick wall. So that's what we've been <laughs> doing is just riding, riding in this messed up car and hoping the brakes work, hoping we don't hit anybody, hoping nothing goes wrong. But now they think our car's been breaking down. You know, our receivers been dropping balls like crazy. And the defense just gave up. Like, how long do you want us to be responsible for everything? you telling us we got to yeah. do more. And then ridicule the players when they do more. Hey, defense, y'all got to get exceptions. And y'all got to get fumbles. And y'all got to score because the offense can't do it. So now when they press it so much more, you're like, damn, why y'all pressing for? How you going to tell them talk out of both sides of your mouth? Yo, don't. Gary mm-hmm. Wilson, don't try to get a touchdown because you he's pressing so much. He fumbles because he's trying to make a play happen. Then you say, damn, 
you shouldn't be doing this, Garrett. But he has to because the quarterback play is so bad, bro. <laughs> this is mm. crazy. This this team is just, oh, man, Joe, me and you can run this organization better than what's going on right now, man. And, man, and listen, to him. Go ahead. They gave Zach the job. They gave Zach the job. He didn't earn. He didn't win nothing. He didn't have – they didn't want no competition. As soon as Mike White showed that he was better, they said, yo, we got to get him out of here. We can't have these people thinking that there's nobody better than Zach. We got to make sure that nobody – nobody Tim Borough, we don't even want to see what he looked like because if he's more competent than Zach, Zach has a problem. And we can't show them mm-hmm. that – Zach is is just trash. <laughs> He's just trash. So they were they were trying well, I, to hide this as much as they could. I, and it's not him. It's there. not I, all just Zach. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's all Zach. He has there's mm-hmm. a bunch of players that's that's not doing their part as well. But it's not mm-hmm. all Zach's fault. The old line is horrible. And this is the thing, Joe. We've been saying from last year. Yo, the old line fix up the old line. So we could see what he would do this about, but they're not mm-hmm. doing that. You see all these O-lines, major O-lines on, on the free agents. You don't get none of them. Mm-hmm. And, and even now, he waited out. He played a money game and get the cheapest O-line, man, and then worry, wonder why, why they all hurt, why they're getting hurt. Well, he, but you go spend I, I $22 million for, for Dwayne Brown, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say this. He did he, to the O line. He did try to go after Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, I believe that's who mm-hmm. it was. And Orlando Brown came out publicly yeah. and said that the Jets offered him the bag. I think more than or a little bit more than where he actually ended up going. But he signed with who he signed with. The Jets did try yeah. to go out and they did get Tim Boyle. I remember this thoroughly because I was asking this question when we first brought him in. I was saying to myself, "Hey, does anybody?" You know, is anybody concerned about the fact that, to this point, Zach Wilson has looked better than Tim Boyle? And if we're going to name Zach Wilson the second-string quarterback, that means he's going to play in a year where we didn't think that, you know, he was the guy that was going to be doing that. We, we said to ourselves, we're going to sit him down. You know, he's going to learn from Aaron Rodgers and all these things. And I think that came back to bite us. Mm-hmm. But they did bring in Tim Boyle. And Tim Boyle has, you know, vast uh, knowledge of the situation, vast knowledge of the offense. Now, even, yeah. you know, this offseason, Zach looked way better than him, you know, in preseason, way better than him. So yeah. he, you know, he took the job, you know, he took the job. But the question, you know, the, the, the thing that still lingers is, you know, why, why was that allowed, one? And then, two, you know, like, you, like a lot of people are saying now, could there have been other quarterbacks that we should have brought in to ensure that Zach was going to be sitting down regardless, you know? But – they even punted during the season because a guy like Carson Wentz, who yep. is an adequate backup, right? He's he's not unbelievable. He'd be all right backup. Even he called the Jets uh, twice, I believe, it was the, yeah. during the off season, and then again before he signed with the Rams, he he hit them up as well, mm-hmm. and still yeah. nothing. So they chose and to go forward. Even RG three reached out. Yeah. Even RG three reached out like, yeah, listen, man, let mm-hmm. me come in and tell Eric gets better, and I'll relate this mm-hmm. proposition over back to him. All you need is somebody yeah. that's competent that could get you to where you. If you, if Robert Sala, if you're saying Zach is going to sit this whole year, don't tell me, oh, okay, we're not getting another quarterback because we're competent in him and and he gives us the best chance to win. And then once mm-hmm. everything starts falling apart. 
oh, we never thought about playing him. Don't 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 mm-hmm. tell me it's raining outside and, and you pissing out the window. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> now, got Listen, I hear you. Now, we got Tim Boyle. He's going to be starting against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations yeah. for him and this offense now? Are you expecting this offense to score more than 21 points with him at the helm of it? I'm, ex- I'm expecting them to score at least 21, Joe, because I, okay. with Zach, you can't – and, and I, I'm just saying that because under Zach, you can't really see an – offense function the correct correct way because every offense we mm. saw it in we were like oh this offense sucks this offense sucks until somebody else came in and then you saw some semblance of a of a functioning offense so with Zach running mm. it you can't really tell if it's the offensive coordinator or is it the player so even mm. even last game you saw Zach missing things but I think oh he's going to have some boy he's going to have some He's going to put forward the, the right steps. I think he's going to put us in the mm-hmm. right steps. Hopefully this O-line holds up. The O-line isn't as bad. Once you see if Zach was to drop on his three, three-step three drop and fire, this offensive line isn't that bad, but he holds it. It's oh, five no. seconds, four seconds, and things like that. But doing, uh, also, Dalvin Cook, he has I to can't. be responsible, too. You've got to put in somebody that's block, uh, blocking running back as well because Dalvin Cook gave up a couple sacks and just was like, God, they're my quarterback. They the turnstile. <laughs> a lot of them are turnstiles there, man, in that in that line. So I think Boros yeah. gonna do good though. Yeah. I mean yeah, I, I think he gets the like line. like we saw, he got the ball out of his hands pretty quickly. He knows the offense, so he gets the ball out mm-hmm. pretty quickly. So as long as they call the right plays, they should be fine. We should be in the game a little bit. I'm just I, I'm I'm shocked that people are Nathaniel Hackett has been bad I mean really bad uh, at calling plays yeah. but everybody's like hey he's gonna be alright this offensive line has stunk they didn't just start yeah, yeah. with Zach Wilson they stunk when Aaron Rodgers was playing those couple yeah. of plays he was out there before he went down he was running for his life he was running for his life yeah, but but, we'll Joe, I, I'm, but I'm Joe, this open. line, this line, this line held up mm-hmm. in Kansas City. This line held up against Philly. This line was holding up mm-hmm. some, so they're not as bad as we're thinking. So when you have a elite competition, yeah, they're going to hold a little bit, but they they give you a couple drives where you can put yourself in games. They're not getting ran up. They're not getting their doors blown off. But there, there, oh. there's some functioning of a of a good O line. If you have the right quarterback, you can get the ball out quick. Okay, I mean Aaron Rodgers, is, <laughs> he's the right guy. Yeah, yeah. He was running for his life. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll I'm, see I'm what happens when he gets I'm back. We will see. Yeah, give me your final. <laughs> he said he's coming season. back. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, see about that. I don't, I don't want you know. I don't even want to. Everybody knows my position <laughs> on that. I do not want him coming back and end up re-injuring that situation. Ten weeks, man, that, that injury is oh, usually nine to 12 months to fully heal up. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Look, I get it. He's ahead of schedule, and that's, that's, that's wonderful. I love that. But yeah. come on, man. I, I love if that, he goes but down, I don't want to see him this year. Man, if he goes down year. for real, yeah, if he goes down for real and ends up missing time and you know possibly maybe ending his career because if the injury is that bad, Bro, I'm just yep. gonna lose it, bro. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, man. man. 
I'm telling you. I'm uh, a, no. you know, look. It, it, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna hold up tight though. We I think we're gonna hold it tight. I think my my score prediction is gonna be. I think mm-hmm. we're gonna push it to the limit. I think it's gonna be twenty one twenty four. The the Dolphins are still gonna win, but I think we're gonna put up twenty one and uh-huh. they're gonna. Put up twenty-four. Man. Venom, thank you for calling in. <laughs> I got to slide off. Yeah, we'll call call thank you. Listen, we're gonna keep getting to these lines five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Look, I love Aaron Rodgers. I do. Okay, the second we got him, I talked about how much I really, really love Aaron Rodgers. Man, I, I man. I wish he would have been a Jet from day one. I wish that somehow we would have had a chance to be able to get him and bring him in, just just keep him. But let me tell you something. If he goes down, if he tries to come back and does come back and goes down, I'm just going to lose it, bro. I'm just going to lose it. That's going to be that. All right? I'm going to go crazy. All right? We're keeping into these lines. Again, 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Calling, we're taking all callers. Next, we're going to Chris. Chris, we're coming directly to you. Mike, you'll be next. Perry, I see you in the building. You'll be after that as well. We're coming to you too. New callers, hold on. For those of you that do not know, Chris, he's a savage. Hey, Joe, what's Chris, up, man? What's going on, man? Listen, we've been talking about quite oh, a bit tonight. Aaron Rodgers says that Zach Wilson was a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was a scapegoat. Yeah. Then uh, we had, you know, we got this thing coming up, uh, this Black Friday game. And we're going to see what's up with that. Tim Boyle was named the starter. So uh, give me right. your thoughts on all this, man. Well, I mean, Zach was a, uh, you know, this year – I mean, you can saw the writing on the wall with the Giants game. So, I mean, I think that uh, – I think he needs to reset. I think the kid just thinks too much when he's in the pocket. Uh, I think he he doesn't have a um, – he, he's not natural with his uh, – I think he plays better with his hair on fire. Like, I think he plays better when the game is, is, is moving fast and, you know, uh, thing. I, I don't think he can function in a structured kind of offense. So we did see some great things, some some uh, some some good things out of Zach this year, um, but what I think is that he was afraid to make a mistake, and he was thinking too much in the pocket. So you know, is hopefully. It, um, and I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, Chris, but is it that? And and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here because I want to hear everybody's perspective. Right. Is it that he can't play in a structured offense, or is it that he can't play in an offense that's structured about around his strengths? Because we question I, I Daniel Hackett's that, you know, play calling 24 hours a day, don't we? And if we're questioning his play calling, it's we because question, we talked about it. He's not opening up uh, the playbook for Zach to do what he does well. Right. And I think that that was the problem. I think the problem with the Jets was, um, you know, when we brought in his his quarterback coach and we saw a different Zach Wilson. He took Tom Brady to task. He did, he did a really good job. Um, and we've seen spurts out of this guy where we thought he has, he has a great arm. Nobody could deny that. And when mm-hmm. he's on accuracy, he's pretty good. Uh, I just think the kid just thinks too much when he's in, in the pocket. So, um, you know, I thought, you know, and he's afraid to make a mistake. I mean, that's, that's, you, when you play in the NFL, you got to know what you're doing. 
and you got to have the play already read when you kept the line. You can't think when you're back there or you're you're finished. And unfortunately, Mm. that's between an NFL quarterback and a college quarterback. He's not processing the information quickly, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's just unfortunate because the kid does have enough talent to be a good quarterback in this league. Not great, but decent. You know, not and not not, mm-hmm. not like Joe Montana or you know uh, you know he doesn't see the opportunity to be a decent quarterback, but he just thinks too much. And I think that'll come experience with uh, you know with his next team, or you know he'll play, he'll get picked up somewhere, and you know. And, and maybe he'll figure it out. But so, uh, I mean, uh, listen, you know, I don't know. I know that everybody, and, and we'll see, because when Sella was asked about his future uh, here with the New York Jets, he said they'll deal with that in the offseason. Okay, and we'll see if Zach Wilson actually uh, ends up, uh, you know, being released or not being on the Jets roster. I don't. I have some thoughts about that, but I'm going to wait. All right? <laughs> right. I'm going to wait. Okay, but right. here's my question. Right. Here's my question, Chris. If we're holding Zach Wilson accountable for his, you know, or scapegoating him, right, and he needs to be benched to provide a spark for the offense, right? Why aren't we holding Alan Lazard accountable for his play? Uh, I don't know. Why isn't he benched? Um, but I, but Alan, Alan Lazard has a tendency to play hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta. I don't know. This guy usually catches a lot of balls, and he might be playing hurt, man. I'm I'm just gonna because he catches a lot of balls. I seen him in. in, I I don't know, man. Are you saying he's got broken hands and he's playing through a broken uh, broken hand or something? No, 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 no. no. I'm I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I'm saying. I'm saying. You know, it. It. Alan Lazard doesn't usually drop passes, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's going on. I'm. You can't say the guy's not good. We've seen him good with with Rodgers and and stuff. I don't know what's going on. Maybe. He says the ball's getting to him too quickly. Um, maybe he's afraid. Because, if you listen, if you're getting hit in your knee and your knee is not good, you're thinking about your knee when you jump up and you, you get the thing. And maybe that's it, – it looks to me like you may find out that Alan Lazard is playing with injury. I'm just going to be honest. That's, that's what it looks like to me. He's got an injury, and he's playing through this injury, and, you know, it's affecting his catches. I because I've seen this guy do some unbelievable catches. Unbelievable. He's been a good hands guy. He's not like Corey Davis dropping balls everywhere. But uh, I think well, that, you know, the problem. But I think, I'll, I, yeah, you're right. He should be benched. He should be benched. But what I'm saying is that I, overall, I'm going to give this guy the better for the doubt because while his NFL career, he's been able to catch those balls. So I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. And Listen, I, I don't they're, think he's they're... scared to go out in the field. He's, he's scared to go out in the field and play. I don't think Ellen Lazard has seen that type of guy. You know? Listen, if if you're not getting it done, you're not getting it done. I remember when Makai Beckham was dealing with injuries, and I was saying, you're hey, right. but he was a great – he was an unbelievable tackles rookie year, and the first thing people would say you're is, Joe, right. that was his rookie year. That's not right now, right? We heard that. It's yeah. about what you're doing right now. Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't know if he's injured. Nobody said anything about his injury. If he was that hurt, I'm pretty sure they would have sat him down for weeks and let him heal up because we've seen that across the, the board with guys that are dealing with really real right. big injuries right. here. Alan Lazard is going out there and not playing like he needs to be playing, not playing for – or not playing like the guy that we paid all that money to. That That's not what he's doing. Right. He's, just, he's out there just loafing around. And not just that, but he's playing around out on the field. He's chasing guys down, hugging him. He was hugging the Buffalo player. Like that's that's ridiculous. 
This is this is really like some right. of the stuff that he's doing out there, and, and people are talking about the drops, which are crazy. They're drive killing drops, right? But the lazy route running and stuff that we're seeing out of him too, that that's all ridiculous. He should be sat down to right. put in Jason Brownlee. That's what we were told was gonna happen, right? Nobody's yeah, talking right. about CJ right. Uzama. CJ Uzama is getting penalties left and right. Y'all wanna sit him down? Why? CJ Uzama was a great tight end when he was with the Bengals. Right. He did a lot of great things there. But he's playing like trash right now, so sit him down. He's costing us right now, sit him down until he figures out he can't do that. Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, You're right. I'm just saying, if we're, if we're talking accountability, I need a standard. I want you to be accountable across the board. And Alan Lazard is playing yeah, right. bad. There's a lot of drops. And we're talking, listen, Garrett right. Wilson, Garrett, he don't need to be benched. But Garrett Wilson has had some drops too recently, and not just drops, but fumbles that have really hurt us. Right. And I feel like people are not yeah. talking about these things. I understand that Zach has, you know, he, he's, he's not playing like Jalen Hurts and Mahomes, but it's like, what about these other guys, too? And that leads me to my next question for you, Chris. Now Tim Boyle's the starter. What are your expectations of him in this upcoming game against the Dolphins? Are you expecting this Jets offense to score 21 points or more with him at the helm? Well, unlike other people, I like Tim Boyle in, in the preseason. I saw some good things out of him. I saw him getting the, the ball out of the thing, and he's a veteran quarterback. And, you know, sometimes when you're on the bench and you're seeing what's going on, you have a different feel of the game. So we'll see what happens with the, um, with, with, with him. Uh, he knows the offense. I mean, there's no there's no excuse about it. He knows the offense. And, he uh, knows, yes, yeah, it's true. I mean, he knows the offense back and forward. He knows this offense. So we're going to mm-hmm. see if Nathaniel Hackett's offense is good. I mean, the test of time with Nathaniel, the only two quarterbacks that it didn't really work for, if you look at it, is, um, you know, Zach Wilson and then Russell Wilson, the two Wilson guys. But he did do good with Blake Bortles and a couple other guys. So they did. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was with them. So we'll see what happens, man. I mean, if he yeah. comes out and, 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 and if he comes out and lights up with forty points, we're gonna know with Zach Wilson. We're gonna know. We're gonna know. Well, and and the way this, the way this French the way this franchise is, the way this 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 franchise and this I've been you know, my birthday was the other day and I've been a Jet fan all my mm-hmm. life. And I, the way this franchise is, right, and I'm gonna say something that's crazy on your show, right? The way this franchise is but the way we were going to get to the playoffs or the Super Bowl was never going to be predicted. Like, we were never going to go into the season. This is my feeling. We were never going to go into the, into, into, into the season and be the number one thing. And it was going to be something totally fluke. And if you look at the rest of our schedule, it's very favorable. You got two quarterbacks that are injured. You got a Miami team that's coming in we usually split with. There are seven winnable games on this schedule. <laughs> you know, and I, I you know, and Aaron Rodgers has a possibility of coming back. So, I mean, this team, this organization for the last 50 years has been insane, crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. And I say with the Jets, expect the unexpected. That's it. Okay. Well, the, you better expect to put up some points because if you don't, you'll be expecting to lose, okay? Give me your final score prediction. Okay. Jets, Dolphins, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I think the Jets, I, th- I think just going by what I said, I think the Jets win 
38-17. He's the first person to pick the Jets tonight. All right. I'm going on. Thank you for calling in, Chris. Man, whoa. We're going to keep it moving. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. We'll get to every caller. Hold on. The lines are hot, but trust, we'll get to everybody. Next, we're going to Mike, man. For those of you that do not know Mike, he's a savage. <laughs> Mike salutes. Aaron Rodgers says Zach Wilson was a scapegoat. Zach Wilson says, you know, he doesn't feel like a scapegoat. He knows the offense wasn't putting up uh, points with him at the helm of it. Now you got Tim Boyle here uh, as a New York Jets starter. What What are your thoughts on all this, man? Uh, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, salute. Hey, listen, uh, happy Thanksgiving as well. Thanksgiving is coming up to everybody. I apologize I didn't say that. At the start of the show, I'm <laughs> moving and grooving here. Give me your thoughts, Mike. Um, well, I think Zach is run his course. Um, it's it's sad. Uh, we have so much expectations for him, and he's not getting it done. Uh, the players don't believe in him. Um, I think he's done. I really think he's done. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I I hear you. All right, and I hear that there's a lot of people saying, hey, you know, Aaron Rodgers went down and the players kind of, you know, their morale or their thought process about the season and how they should go forward went down as well. But I'm looking around and I'm saying, listen, if we're holding Zach accountable, why aren't other guys that are going out there, excuse me, playing horribly, why aren't they being held accountable? Why aren't we seeing oh, absolutely. Alan Lazard being sat down? <laughs> when I'm watching Lazard go out there, and drop football after football after football, right? He's gotten p- penalties as well that has hurt us offensively. I'm watching guys that are just going out there doing whatever. Now, keep in mind, even when guys go down, okay, even when guys go down, even when you lose guys during the season, you as a player still have to go out there and do your job. Can you imagine, and I, and I want to put this out there, can you imagine if those players with the Eagles, the year they won that Super Bowl with Nick Foles, if they would have just shut it all down once they lost their starting quarterback, can you imagine oh, yeah. what that would have looked like? Yep. Those guys kept pushing and kept fighting, right? When everybody thought it was over, said and done, and guess what happened? They kept pushing, they kept fighting, and they won a Super Bowl. That's why you're not supposed to shut it down. And if you are that guy exactly. that's shutting it down, then your, your behind should not be on this team. You should be gone. Because that means anytime you face adversity during the year when things aren't going your way or things aren't playing out how you think it should play out or how you feel it should, that you just shut it down. So that's my thought process on guys that are just like everybody's just saying, well, Zach's here, so they don't believe in it. You go out there and you still run your routes, though. When the ball's thrown to you, you catch it. That's your job. If you only decide that you're going to play when you feel like you want to play, then what is it? What are we going to do here? But give me your thoughts on that, Mike, and also give me your thoughts about what your expectations are with Tim Boyle at the helm of this offense. Okay. Uh, what really what really made me mad is when they, when they had that 80-yard touchdown pass, when uh, when Sauce tried to, to jump the route to get the interception. Yeah. And yeah. The guy scored. And then Lazard hugged the guy in the end zone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been on the bench. He would have been right on the bench, Mike. you got to be kidding me, man. You know, oh that. goodness! I mean, I mean, come on, man. That's it's, what I'm talking you're, about. You're a professional. 
You know, you're yeah. professional. He drops balls. Mm-hmm. He, he's 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 not blocking. You know, it's mm-hmm. the lazy the lazy pass routes. He's got to be mm-hmm. offensive. Like they were saying, they were going to make changes. They didn't make any changes. I wa- I wanted to see Izzy in the game. They put him in garbage time. Uh, yes. For, uh, well, for uh, for um, Bethany get hurt because he missed he missed a block on the linebacker, mm-hmm. and he got rolled up on. And what what was mm-hmm. the last time? What was the only time that you ever saw Zach Wilson call out the Mike linebacker? Have you ever seen that mm. before? He can't read a blitz. He can't do a line mm. shift. Seeing the blitz, I think Boyle he knows the offense. I think he'll do good. He'll get rid of the ball quick. You know, he'll have mm-hmm. a week of practice. Um, he should have been in the half. Do you think we'll score more than twenty-one points? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be close. Um, I think they'll score around that. I think they will. Um, okay. Okay. You think he's going to score? Too? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. I want to see the New York Jets have success. Again, I'm not tied to. Zach Wilson, if anybody, I'm tied to Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> also, hyped mm-hmm. when we got him. Can't wait to see him when he comes back. I, I don't want to see him come back the second of December, but I want to see him next nope. year. But I got, yeah, I am hyped to see Aaron Rodgers. Listen, before I let you go, Mike, give me your final score prediction: Jets, Dolphins. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Ooh. I'm going to say uh, twenty to seventeen, Jets. 20 to 17 Jets. All right, let's go. Again, I want to thank Mike for calling in. We're going to keep on going. All right, we're going to keep on going because these lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're getting to all callers' trust. Salutes to the savages. I'll give my prediction at the end of the show. Everybody knows that. I don't duck the prediction. Don't duck it, okay? You duck the prediction, and I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out, baby. I'm going to call you out. I'll call people out. Don't duck the game prediction. Don't do that, all right? Give me something, okay? But we'll get to that at the end of the show for my personal uh, prediction, all right? Salute to all the savages. We'll keep getting to everybody, all right? Be patient, 515-602-9639. Next, we're going to Perry. We're going to Ronald Perry. Phenom, you're next, and then uh, Angelo as well. And uh, North Carolina, I'll see you in the building. We'll be coming to you soon, too. But we got to get to Perry, all right? For those of you that do not know, Ronald, man, this guy is an absolute savage. <laughs> Ronald, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. Zach Wilson is the New York Jets' number three quarterback. Simeon will be number two. Tim Boyle is the number one. The Jets will now carry three quarterbacks on the roster going into the game against the Dolphins. What are your thoughts about that, man? Uh, I think that um, honestly, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about Tim Boyle because I'm not going to act like I know what time it is with Tim Boyle. I really don't. But you know what? Anybody's better than Zach to me right now. I'm thinking like okay. I mean, it's got to be some. It's got to be something different, even if it ain't better. Mm-hmm. Something different. It might. It might deal with the with the offense. And you know, mm-hmm. hey, that's crazy how everybody's saying like, well, you know, it's, it's not only Zach's fault. It's not only Zach's fault. And you know what? The guys are absolutely right. It's not only Zach's fault. 
But you know, it, it reminds me of um, you ever seen that movie Titanic when the seal <laughs> when the guy was sealing mm-hmm. the he was he was sealing the um, the ship right. But mm-hmm. when it hit that iceberg and that ship was going down, he held on. You know what I'm saying? He held on and he went down with the ship. It's like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm, we're not going to say it's his fault. We can't say, oh, it's his fault. The ship is sinking. But you know what? He has a big part. He's a big part of the blame. And you, he's going to take it and go down with the ship. And that's, kind of, that's kind of how I look at Zach. Just, just take it and go down because you're, the re- you're, a, ma- you're a major reason that the ship is sinking mm-hmm. right now. You're, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. you're, the, you're, you're, the, you're the reason, you're the complete reason. Of course not. It, we see that mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely not all Zach, but you know what? He's the one that he's the he's the one at the head of the hell. He's the one at the head, so he's so he's the one that's going to take the punishment. That's like if the team if they started winning, he's the one that's going to take. You know, he's the one we're going to give all the glory to. Like yeah, it's it's Zach, mm-hmm. whatever. Even if even though we know it's the defense or whatever, but we still would have to give props to Zach just because he's the well, quarterback. It, that's just the position that he's in. Yeah, I mean. I- I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, there definitely have been games this year where we absolutely credit the defense for everything that they did and the way they kept us in a position to win a game when we did win those games where they came out and played tough. And and I understand that take, but my question then becomes, and I'm going to be asking this all night tonight because I'm going to keep turning up the heat on this guy like I've been for a couple of weeks now. If we are benching Zach Wilson for his play, which, okay, you know, you want to you wanna say, hey, you know, we'll scapegoat him fine. Why has Alan Lazard not been benched? We played this guy $44 million. I'm going to say it again. Two foes. Forty-four. Double foes. Forty-four million dollars this past offseason to come on in here and, <laughs> and be the guy, right? Because we said, hey, Corey Davis dropping a lot of footballs. You can't really depend on him. He ended up retiring, though, right? You're coming in here, you're going to be the guy that's going to be what Corey Davis should have gave us in this offense. And he's done nothing but drop balls and kind of loaf around. Why is he not being benched then, Ronald? Yeah, you know, that's a question that definitely would have to be answered by the management. But, you know, I, I think it's just because it's Rogers' boy, you know, that's Rogers' homeboy. They, they're the ones that, um, it's like they ride together. They, it's like they ride or die, you know, and obviously they're dying right now. And and I, I really believe that. The, what else? What else? Other reason could there be? Because he's obviously not playing good. He's not playing good right now. I don't. I don't know if like. I really don't know. Like maybe is it is it Zach? Is it Zach? You know I don't. I don't know. Maybe may, maybe it, it doesn't look like it's Zach. But you know what? We're gonna see with Tim Boyle. I'm like I said. Mm. It's gonna be. I'm not saying Tim Boyle is better, but it's gonna be something different. It's gonna be something different. And honestly, I don't think that Boyle is gonna finish the game, and and the dude that's coming behind him, I really think that he's gonna he's gonna step it up. I have no, I can't, I don't know why, but I just feel as if he's the one that's gonna step it up. Mm. Um, Simeon, okay. I, I really truly I really believe that that he's the one that's gonna step. Boyle, he, I, I think he can manage. I think Boyle can manage the game. I really do. Mm-hmm. As long as he, I, I don't think he's gonna turn the ball over. He can manage the game. And the defense will like mm-hmm. basically win the game for us, but but I, I really I, look I really don't know what's going to happen right now. I just know that mm-hmm. we're like the Jets team is just we're in shambles right now. I don't I don't like the way this feels, man. Like and even yeah. like 
and even with Roger saying that um he's a scapegoat, like, he well I mean who else is gonna be? He's a quarterback. He 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 should be the scapegoat. Who else want to put it on? Oh, we're gonna say oh the is the is the is the is the um GM or is it? You know what? We we you're absolutely right. I, there I, is I, other I guys out there, but. There's other guys out there, though, Ronald. He can't – listen, and again, I'm not being a Zach defender. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You're saying it's okay he can be a scapegoat. Who else? Well, this offensive line is not playing up to snuff. He's running for his life. you got guys dropping balls. I just talked about Ilan Zard continuously dropping footballs. you got guys like C.J. Uzama going out there taking touchdowns off the board like we saw against the Raiders with penalties. you got guys putting together drive-killing penalties. That's not Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson can't throw the ball and catch the ball. He can't block for himself and then throw the ball and then catch the ball. He can't do those things. So where's the accountability for other guys that are not playing up to stuff as well? I talk about Alan Lazard. He should be benched. He shouldn't be getting no snaps. Not if you're going to go out there and do the stuff that we're seeing him do. I need to see more Jason Brownlee. I need to see more Malik Taylor. I need to see more, more of other guys that are going to go out there and play. They paid him like forty-four yeah, million to right play the way he is. Go, I'll give you the final word, Ronald. Go ahead. I would like to see Bradley, but anyways, I I, I just think that you know there there's so much there's so much other factors to to blame it on, but you know what? It's kind of like a snake. You got to chop it off at the head, and the head is Zach. Start right there. Start right there and mm. see what happens. We chop we chop Zach off. Let's see what happens. You know what? If if it doesn't work out, then we just they start they start chopping at the offensive line one by one to chop it down and, and see what happens. And you, and you know what? I I, I just, just talking about this whole thing. It's kind of like oh, it's making me sick my stomach. Man, I'm, I'm gonna give you a final score though, Joe. And and honestly, and this is really how I feel. We're gonna put up about 17 points, and that's due to mm. that good defense. And, and um, but that that Miami. Dolphins offense, I'm telling you, they're gonna be trouble, man. And they're gonna put up mm-hmm. uh, 24 points, and they they're not gonna put it up early neither. They're gonna put it up mm-hmm. later on in the game when the defense is tired of basically carrying the offense on their back. They're gonna get tired of that after Ooh. a while. So they're gonna they're gonna win it about 24 to 16 or 20. Ooh. Yeah, maybe about 
going on, my friend? It's always great to speak with you. Give me your thoughts about what was said by Aaron Rodgers. He said that Zach Wilson was the scapegoat. And Zach Wilson is now, of course, as we know, the New York Jets' third quarterback now. We're carrying Trevor Simeon as number two, Tim Bulls number one. What are your thoughts about all this, man? Well, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is trying to protect Zach and be a, and be a good friend and be supportive of him since it, you know their relationship kind of like a you know big brother little brother kind of thing. But um, mm-hmm. sadly and unfortunately, you know he won't be able to protect Zach. And what it is is when the team has made mistake, you know, when the errors of the team that breaks down, that's not Zach Wilson's fault. It's um. Mm-hmm. Magnified, just like any mistake he makes is magnified. If he takes an untimely sack, or, 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 or you know, throws an incomplete pass, everything is is magnified. There's a little margin for error at the current state mm-hmm. of the team. You know, I've been a fan. I told you uh, the last time we talked, I've been a fan for a long time, over 40 years, and I've seen mm-hmm. different jet quarterbacks come and go. What it is, we need a leader of men, and unfortunately, Zach, it doesn't have that that presence, that strength about him that the team can truly rally around, you know, in tough times. Even Mike White. Mike White is, is, is no more than a backup, but the, the players seem to respond so positively to Mike White. Mm-hmm. He was more like one of the guys. And I think, you know, the team the teammates are trying not to rock the boat because that, you know, he's on the team. He's the New York Jet, and they try to make, you know, try mm-hmm. to work with him, make him feel welcome and, you know, try to suck it up and then support him and stuff because, you know, that's what's expected of them. But uh, you know how it is when you deal with human relationships or you've been around people. Some people are just natural leaders and some, some people just people tend to uh, gravitate to. And then the others, yeah, they just don't that. have that energy about them. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. Zach doesn't have it. Whoever the next quarterback is beyond Aaron Rodgers, you know, good, thank God, he'll be back next year. But after that, they're going to have to find a leader of men, someone who just has that energy and people rally around them. It makes a big difference. And uh, – mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, the Jets uh, just don't have it. I just, I just have to hope they respond to Tim Boyle. You know, hope they mm-hmm. can uh, rally around Tim Boyle and and, and Lee Squad and be competitive. I happened to get to see the uh, Buffalo Bill game. I saw the second half of that. Even though you know, since I work at the airport, I, I yeah. had to catch the uh, lift home to rush home to get to see that game, and I got to catch it from halftime on, and it, it wasn't good. Wasn't there, yeah. but it was uh, shocking to see the defense break down, and the defense mm-hmm. had been such a, a steward of the team and foundation throughout the year. We we've all talked about how great the Jet defense has been, and they've done the best they can. But uh, the standard has been raised; that's unrealistic. You know, expecting the defense to carry the team and, and score points. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not how it works. You know, the defense's job is to manage the game. Don't let the team get too far behind and try to get the ball back to the offense. That's that's what the defense's job is. And because of the state of the uh, Jets' offense, you know, injuries to the offensive line, and some of it is a lack of discipline, but untimely penalties like the Raider game, you know, notably. Yeah. And uh, it seems like things have just compounded in such a way that it's gained momentum. And it's become like a weekly thing. Every week the team struggles. And you look around the NFL, you look at some of the scores, the other teams are scoring, actually scoring points and look like normal functional offense. And the Jets, <laughs> meanwhile, have uh, regressed. You know, I've seen a regression in them. Man. 
over the last it, it, few it years been, and uh, how they, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it has been mind-boggling to watch the, this this yeah. offense. And it's not just the uh, – I, I think that the, the, part, the, part, the part, excuse me, that bothers me the most is watching the tease of offensive drives that you believe is, they're going to end in points. They're looking good, they're moving down the field, and then the drive-killing yeah. penalties happen. That's what That's right. That's throws right. me out the window. I just I cannot stand watching that. And so I understand, yeah. you know, Zach Wilson, they you know, Sulla came out and talked about they've made changes, which they didn't make enough changes in my opinion, because Izzy should have yeah. absolutely had more carries. We should see Jason Brownlee more. We should see, you know, guys more, but you know, they decided, hey, they're gonna, you know, go for it and, and sit Zach down and Trevor Simeon uh, is going to be the backup, and now Tim is the starter. And this is my next question for you. With Tim as the starter, what do you think this offense is going to look at, and do you think Nathaniel Hacker will open up the playbook more for Tim Boyle than he did for Zach Wilson? Yeah, it's possible because Boyle, I think Tim Boyle is more experienced and been in the league longer than Zach, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been in the system. He's, uh, I guess, more of a veteran. back to the Packers time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably probably the case because he's more more seasoned, a little more experienced. Even though obviously he doesn't have the same ceiling or level of talent and physical ability, but I think that's not the most important thing. Is is the physical too? I, you know, I've been saying this lately, and people tend to forget because we get caught up in the ability to throw the ball and and make these exciting scrambles. It's really play from the neck up. People tend to forget the quarterback position is is neck up. 90% of that stuff, sports period, is mental, and t- particularly the quarterback position. You know, you look at the history history of the league, the Joe Montanas and all of them, they played that stuff neck up. You know, Montana mm-hmm. was under Bill Walsh. They introduced that yeah. West Coast that so many of these teams are emulating and running their version of it. But that's where it all began with Joe, you know, being the right right case study. Someone was able to pick it up and understand it. And uh, <laughs> I miss Mike White. <laughs> I wish he, wish he was still our backup. Boy. I don't think well, we could have beat Buffalo, still. and I'm not sure yeah. we could have beat Miami, but we sure, certainly could have beat the Raiders. I think that game was winnable, and there's some more games on the schedule remaining that I think if we had yeah. Mike White, we probably could have won those games, you know? Yes, yeah. we'll be seeing him Friday. He'll be on that Miami uh, on that Miami bench. Yeah, yeah, oh, Mike, Hello Mike White. Across the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, and this is Mike White, though. Yeah. yeah. Now, before I let you go, Aaron Rodgers talked about yeah. coming back December 2nd. What are your thoughts surrounding his return um, or possible return? Is that something that you want to see? Do you think it's too soon? And after that, give me your final score prediction. Uh, I think looking at the state of this team with the state of the offensive line, I say absolutely not. They have work to do. Looking at this team, they have they have some work to do. I think 2024 – and 2025, 2024, they're not going to be looking at a quarterback because Aaron is coming back in what will be his his final season. And mm. uh, they have some work to do. They need some offensive line, a couple of offensive linemen, a couple of more offensive skill, offensive weapons to give the mm-hmm. offense a boost. So I don't think he should. I think he should go on and uh, tend to his Achilles tendon, which was to be a very serious injury. I think, thank God to, uh, for sports medicine now, it's advanced so much that there's even a prospect of Aaron Rodgers being able to come back with such a what back in the day was a devastating 
would have been considered devastating and career ending, you know, Achilles mm-hmm. injury. You know, mm-hmm. that that and the ACL, those type of injuries used to be career ending where players players couldn't couldn't, you know, never be the same. And uh because of tech medical technology, we we actually talk about the possible return of Aaron Rodgers. I say no. Looking at the current state mm-hmm. of his team, their offensive line is not very good. I love Joe Tittman and some of the things Joe Douglas has tried to do, but because of injuries and and, and shuffling the offensive around, offensive line around practically every week, they've had to shuffle it around because people keep getting hurt. I say Aaron Rodgers should just just sit down. I know he means mm-hmm. well, and I know you know that's what's expected of him because he's he's a pro that he's going to try to work his way back. Because I was him, I said no. Just, just sit down, okay. and nobody would have any ill will or, or bad feelings about Aaron Rodgers just to change his mind, just decide to just, you know, sit out the rest of the year. Because we want him at full strength next year. No yeah. complications, yeah. none of that. Because next year yeah. we know it's a make-or-break year for Salah and Joe Douglas, and I'm really nervous about that because I don't want to see yes. him make any changes. I don't want to see I the don't team wanna... torn down. I don't want to talk about that too early, but you always come on yeah. here and find a way to start to get me to spill my takes early. I'll tell you what, yeah. next year is going to be a very big year for Robert Sulla and his staff. If they come yeah. out there with Aaron Rodgers and stink it up and don't make the playoffs, brother. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to think. Yeah, I thought about that Jets. today. I hate to think, yeah. Uh-huh. Jets, Dolphins. Give me your final score prediction, please. <laughs> uh, try, try to be optimistic, but come on. The, uh, the tide of things, your last caller kind of hit it on the head. I'm hoping for at least one touchdown, and hopefully uh-huh. I'm, I'm thinking possibly we could maybe with a new quarterback in there, you know how it is, the team tend to try to rally around a new face. Maybe we could scratch mm-hmm. out a couple of field goals on top of that, get to 16 mm-hmm. points. But I'm 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 really worried about whether our defense, as good as it is, can shut mm-hmm. down the Dolphins and keep them under that number. I think I yeah. think we can get to 16 points. One touchdown, three okay. three field goals. I think what 16 points. I think we can get okay. to that number. But then after that, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm give me, thinking. Give it to me. Who do you think was? Who you think? The last is? caller said what? Twenty four sixteen. I think that's the number. I'm kind of thinking as well. Twenty four sixteen. Kind of close to that number. I think. Yeah. Dolphins. Uh. I Come think on. Miami. Yeah. Oh. I want to pick our guys. I gotta slide good. off because yeah. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. I think we've got Phenom back into the building. Phenom, we're coming directly to you to close out the show here. For those of you that do not know, all right, Phenom, he is a savage, all right? (laughs) Phenom, we lost you earlier. We're getting uh, tight on time within the show. But give me your thoughts, okay? Aaron Rodgers says Zach Wilson is a – the scapegoat uh, for the New York Jets offensive issues. What are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on uh, Tim Boyle being the Jets starter now? First, gobble, gobble. Happy uh, Thanksgiving to everybody and their families. Um, what a great caller the last guy was. Oh, he was on point. Uh, look, uh, Jets, Jets uh, have been uh, – it's, 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 it's a hard season. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Just have had some opportunities to do some good things, and uh, we we we've seen it, it's it's not it's football is the, the ultimate team game. Uh, <laughs> no one man now. loses. On. No one man loses. Uh-huh. No one man loses. Uh-huh. So, uh, what, what am I? Give, give me it again. Give me my question again. Give me my question again. Get Ask it together, Phenom. New York I'm, Jets, I'm okay, we're here. We're watching the Jets. Aaron Rodgers says that Zach Wilson was a scapegoat. What are your thoughts yeah, on that? Okay. Do you think he was a scapegoat, yeah. Phenom? No, no. Look, uh, we know the head coach gets the big praise. We know the quarterback gets the big praise. When you win, when you lose, you're going to get the hammer. So it's just, it's just, the, it's just the way it is. So okay. did, did Zach Wilson help himself? No. Zach Wilson help himself? Absolutely not. I mean, uh, but you you compared it to a Philadelphia team, the Super Bowl team with Philadelphia. Only difference mm-hmm. is they have uh, Pro Bowl center uh, Kelsey mm-hmm. and, and Lane Johnson, and and, mm-hmm. and they have some real fine offensive weapons. We have some mm-hmm. fine op- offensive weapons, but we don't have the protection on the offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. Once, once well, after the first four snaps, after the first four mm-hmm. snaps, the plan went out the window. Because who was mm-hmm. expecting Zach to start this year? Uh, no one. Well, you you we would have to, to you would have to. Well, they, listen, Zach. I wasn't comparing the talent of Philadelphia. That Eagles team, they're very talented. They had other guys. I think Alshon uh, Jeffrey no. still on that team. I was saying that the mentality here that if Aaron Rodgers is not playing and it's Zach Wilson, it's okay. We can just do whatever. We don't have to believe. We don't have to go out there and do our jobs. That is is absolutely trash. That should be thrown away. Because if those guys in Philadelphia did that, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. I I agree with that, though. But we know, see, that first game once Aaron Rodgers went out, that team played. They played. They played the game out. They won the game. They found a way to win in the biggest moment mm-hmm. where they could have all just, just you know, called it in. They didn't do that. Yeah. The defense we know hasn't quit. They've been worn down. They've been worn down mm-hmm. because we have an inept offense. But let let's make no. Uh, 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 I can be clear that the Jets have one of the outstanding defenses in this league. At the end of the mm-hmm. season. We're, we're, you know, 50 years from now, we'll be talking about, you know, nobody's going to see how great that defense played. But we know mm-hmm. they played well. But so it's, 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 we haven't, we, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people at blame here. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but like I said, not too many teams could have survived starting quarterback and on and on yeah. and on from that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and so it, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Um, mm-hmm. This 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 year had a lot of promise, but four snaps. Let's get it. Let's go back. Four snaps into the <laughs> season, we couldn't protect Aaron Rodgers. So now all bets are off. All the all yeah. the chemistry with the with the Green Bay guys that's gone. Yeah. All that's all that's out the window. Only thing we can stand on is our defense, and we stood on them as yeah. long as we could. They held up. They yeah. held up their point of the the season, but now mm-hmm. they're worn Listen. down. So yeah. so, Listen, so I'm not going to escape. Not, we're getting... I'm not, 
we're get we're get, I'm sorry, we're getting tight on time. They're gonna kick me off in just a second. Give me your final score all prediction. Right. Jets, Dolphins. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it is? Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, Tim Boyle plays poised. He puts up a couple scores, but the Dolphins have a, the better offense. They probably win. Uh, yeah. 28-14. Ooh, 28-14. I want to thank Phenom for calling in and giving us some takes. Whew, this is a show. Listen, I got to get out of here quickly before Blog Talk hates on your boy. You know how it goes. Man, this is going to be a tough one. Um, I think Tim Boyle is going to come out and try to do what he can. I think a lot of this same offensive issues that we've seen will probably continue, especially along the offensive line, uh, if Makai Becton doesn't play. Uh, even if he does, I think – I mean, the ankle should be okay, so I think he's going to continue to do his job and hold up the way he's been holding up. But I think the rest of the offensive line is going to have issues. This Dolphins pass rush is serious business, from Chubb to all that stuff. And, again, you got Ramsey back there with Howard. This Dolphins secondary is serious business, too. Like, bro, they get it rolling. So – I'm a little bit worried about our defense getting worn down because I think we're going to stall a lot offensively. And let me tell you something, this Dolphins offense is not a joke either. I think they're the number one offense in the league right now. I hate the Dolphins. I hate the Dolphins. I want to put that on record yet again. I can't stand that team. I don't like the fans. I don't like the stadium. I don't like the people that maintain the stadium. I don't like the people that built the stadium. I don't like the the field. I don't like the seats. I don't like the people that – the ushers, the people that bring popcorn, if you serve drinks at the Dolphins Stadium, I don't like you either. I don't like anything about the Dolphins whatsoever. I don't like the owner, the coach, um, anybody that knows them. I don't like anything that has to do with the Dolphins. They're the team I cannot stand the most in the NFL. But I think that they beat the New York Jets. I'm taking the Dolphins to beat the Jets 20-7. to 20-7, to 7, I'm taking the Dolphins now. <laughs> hate the Dolphins. I got to slide out of here because uh, we're tight on time and I got to get going, so I got to shut down the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me show you who promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Also, message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave you some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Show, at the Long Beach Show on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. And I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my jersey on at all times. Vera Tucker, baby. When he comes back next season, he's going to be phenomenal, okay? Just be patient. I'm also on YouTube as well. Go on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Also, when you subscribe, please hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Please give the video a thumbs up as well. If you don't troll me, go ahead. There's a uh, comment section there. You can troll me, and I will go back and forth with you. And as always, people, when you see me in person, there's arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will always remain free no matter what anybody tells you. Thank you for interacting with me any way that you can, all right, whether you're in the chat, whether you call in or anything that you do. I want to thank you, folks, all right? So until the next show, you folks have a good one. Peace.